Hi, everybody. Before we get into this episode, I had to let you know, like I'm literally bursting at the seams, that on March 13th, Scouts Agency is launching something major. We have been working on this for months, all with the intention to serve your business expansion and catapult your brand awareness. Now, If you want to have first access at our early bird pricing plus access to bonuses, sign up on our waitlist at scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. There will be limited spots available, so if you've been ready to go from the plateaued business owner to the visible visionary, you're going to want first access. Again, that's scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. S-C-O-U-T-S-A-G-E-N-C-Y dot com slash waitlist to sign up for first access. I'm bursting at the seams and I know I have to keep this a secret for just a couple weeks longer, so cannot wait. Okay, let's get into the episode. Have you ever said to yourself, this is just for now? All the while you're daydreaming about a different life circumstance that you'll one day courageously capture? Hi loves, I'm Scout, and every time I hear someone tell me that their job, career, relationship, life circumstance is quote-unquote good for now, my mind goes insane as I frantically try to pull the true meaning out of them and figure out actionable steps to achieve what they envision in their head. This idea of setting a better standard for your life is what this podcast is all about. Let's do this. Hello, hello, hello. It is Scout, your host. Hey guys, how you doing? It has been a while since I published an episode. To be honest, I have really been turning inward. I've been craving quiet and stillness and my throat chakra is kind of being used up over at OKSIS. And so there have been a lot of ruminating topics in my mind, like get an ROI on your pain, which I'll bring up later, and redefining success, and so I'm start starting to kind of get stirred by those subject matters again, so I will be posting more, um, but yeah, it's been a really, I mean, this year has been so insane, as you guys know, um, obviously, hello, 2020 sucks, but it's also been super illuminating and really, really grounding in a way because it's been uprooting, if that makes sense. Um, I have been really working on my shadows and really working on my trauma and on my triggers and um, really learning how to hold space for myself this year. It has been such an unbelievable transformation. And while the work has definitely been messy and painful and difficult at times, I'm finally getting to a place where I feel as if I have a different type of handle on my mental health and on my bipolar disorder. So um, all of that and that kind of mindset shifts, which you're going to hear about in this podcast episode have actually come from working with a mindset life coach. Um, Her name is Amy. She is the host of the Feminine Frequency podcast, um, which is one of my personal favorite podcasts. And I signed up with her like literally, I think week two of quarantine. And it was a big jump for me. I was afraid of the financial commitment. I was afraid of the time commitment. It's not like therapy where you can kind of come and go as you please. Um, It's really, really investing in yourself and carving out space to work on yourself. And so 
while a lot of fear came up, I just decided to pull the trigger and work with Amy because I felt as if there was an aspect of my healing where, you know, I had all my tools. I had my this. I had my that. I was working. I I was functioning and I was able to manage my disorder while still get shit done. Um, there was still a part of me that was really afraid of my emotional landscape. There was a part of me that was really afraid of a depressive episode and afraid of the capabilities of my mental health and of my mind. And so I knew that there was a level of healing that was deeper than what I had already kind of stumbled upon. I think I hit a point where, okay, my bipolar, I'm managing it enough so that I can get to work and, you know, create all these dreams, like have OKSA's podcast be such a success and have Scout's agency be such a success and really create my life on my own terms. And now that I've kind of gotten my outside world in order with that, it's really time for me to take a look at the emotional aspect of my bipolar disorder and and where it lies and how and why I'm so afraid every single day. Am I going to get depressed? Am I going to get anxious? And so I have been learning so much by working with Amy about really how to hold myself during those times. And so now I'm not really that afraid of my depression and anxiety. Like, of course, I don't like it and it's not fun, but I also know that I'm going to survive each negative emotion. And maybe it's not even negative, like each emotion that's uncomfortable, I can survive, I will survive. I have survived hundreds of times since, you know, birth. So, you know, just looking at my track record and really being able to see how strong I am has been super illuminating and really developing a relationship with God, the universe, energy, all of that stuff, and really curating my life and setting boundaries has also been a big one. Um, So the work I've done with Amy, it was so intense the first few months. It was super me cracking open and I felt like a wound with salt being poured on it all the time, but I also felt as if I was making such amazing progress and really seeing things I had never seen before. And now I have a completely new way of viewing life, my life, the world. Um, It's such a more fulfilling picture. It's such a more, you know, every moment I feel like is an opportunity to have a soul experience and to really be present and to feel connection and inspiration and art and sadness and anxiety and to really kind of fall in love with the human experience and the human journey that I'm on. And it's been it's been crazy and partly the reason why I haven't jumped on here just because my mindset and perspectives around mental health, spirituality in the world have been shifting so much that I really wanted to kind of let that settle within so that I could accurately speak on it with you guys. Um, so this episode is a little bit different. Um, I know all these are solo episodes, but Amy asked me to film a Facebook Live with her uh, talking about my experience as her client and going through her coaching program. And it was a conversation that I loved so much. She posted it on her podcast. Again, that's the Feminine Frequency podcast. If you're looking for a lot of spiritual stuff, mindset stuff, perspective shifting, really stepping into your power, whether it's in your career, relationships, or relationship with yourself, Amy is your girl. So that's the Feminine Frequency podcast. And um, so she posted this recording not only on her Facebook, but she also posted it to her podcast. Podcast, which got me thinking is that I would really love to share this conversation with you guys because um, it really illuminates 
the path that I have been walking down with Amy and the things that I have learned and where I stand today. So I thought it could be of super helpful, super or super helpful, that doesn't make sense. It could be useful to you guys, maybe inspiring to see the process of what doing the work really looks like, um, especially if you're feeling like perhaps right now it's overwhelming or uncomfortable and you don't know where to start or maybe COVID has really given you a new perspective or maybe you're somewhere in between, right? Like wherever you are, it's totally okay. And we're here together. We're going to get through the whole thing. And this is kind of the magic of life. And if you need to pick me up, go listen to Frank Sinatra, um, the song That's Life or My Way. That always gets me going. So um, here is the conversation that Amy and I had for her podcast, for her Facebook Live. I'm super stoked to share it. Um, if you're interested in learning more about Amy, you can find her at Amy Natalie Co. Um, I'll have that link. That's her Instagram handle. I'll have that in the show notes. Um, obviously, I highly recommend her. She's completely changed my life. And I think you guys will see that in this episode. So enjoy. I am here interviewing my incredible soul client scout. And I am extremely excited to share about her process and the breakthroughs that she's had. And I always talk about like this client coach interaction, especially the way that I see it is that I believe that my clients do have a lot of the answers within and a lot of the coaching that we're doing is really asking the questions and creating a safe space for them to explore that. So I'm really celebrating the work that Scout has done and like really implementing everything that we've been working on and um, going all in. So I'm celebrating you for that and celebrating you for being here today and being courageous to share your story. So welcome. Yay. Thank you for having me and guiding me on this crazy journey that I've been on. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love the comment that you shared um, in my Instagram stories the other day. I was sharing about a couple clients, new clients, and kind of like where they were at on their journey. And um, you had commented back, like, tell her to keep going. It's worth it. Like, it's going to be all good. And I just thought that was so sweet because you know, the work isn't always easy, but like there, there are, it doesn't stay that way forever. And that's the intention and the goal is to be able to enjoy your life and be, be able to have better mental health and better relationships and, and be able to show up differently in your whole life because of it. So um, I would love to start by sharing with everyone maybe a little bit about like what you do for your career and a little bit about yourself so they can get to know you a little bit and then we'll kind of dive into your journey. Yeah, so I'm Scout. I run a PR agency called Scout's Agency which specializes in female voices, podcasters, authors, entrepreneurs. Um, we don't necessarily focus on one industry. We just love amplifying female voices. So I've been doing that for a little over a year, which has been amazing. And then I also podcast with my sister um, with OKSIS Podcast. So those are my two main things that I do. Amazing. So Scout has built her business. We started working together more in like a um, actually like a business to business capacity. She was in my mastermind and I was working with her agency for getting my podcast up and running, which is so grateful for your support with that and your inspiration. And yeah, it's been amazing. So um, that's, you know, a little bit of our background, but we actually go way further back and have a personal relationship too. Um, we both went to the same high school together and our paths have realigned and crossed in such a beautiful way. And 
I'd love for you to share a little bit about like what inspired you to like say, yes, I'm ready for this type of support. Yes, I want to have support on my journey in this way. Yeah. So um, I've been in therapy since I was 14 years old and I've had, I think, a total of five therapists thus far. And Um, you know, some better than others. And it just became, therapy was just what I did. I went once a week. It was like a box that I checked off. Um, I had breakthroughs and emotional blockages and all that good stuff, but it wasn't really something that I felt was pushing me out of my comfort zone all the time. Um, It was more just me complaining about my life, essentially, um, and not digging super deep. And a little background on my mental health journey, I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder at the age of 20. And so it's been kind of a while. And I am now 28. I had my first depressive episode at 14. And Amy, you kind of started becoming a really great expander for me in the mastermind. And I started seeing how shifting my mindset when it came to business things like money uh, actually opened up my life. And so I started understanding that there were root things going on, not just like up here, but root things. And you asked me, you know, I, I was moving through a depressive episode at the time and you asked me, how would you feel if you still felt this way in six months? And, you know, for you, you said six months, but for me, I quantified it's been 14 years. Um, so it was just kind of this willingness to try something else and know that there was something about your energy that I connected with, something about the way you viewed, um, emotional patterns and mindsets and perspectives and limiting beliefs that I felt could illuminate things that regular therapy hadn't. And so I was afraid there was a lot of fear that came up. Um, but I decided to give it a try and I'm pretty stoked that I did. (laughs) Yeah. I remember that call specifically. And I remember you're like, I need to journal on this and like, I need to really think about it. And you realize that like the reason why you wouldn't move forward was just would be, would be fear, which is what was something that was holding you back in your life in general as well. Um, so can you describe that moment when you were like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm super scared. I'm terrified, but I'm doing this anyways. Yeah. So I remember for some reason I was sitting in my TV room and I looked down to my right and was crying. I don't know why I remember that physical motion, but that's what I was doing. And, you know, I think that I was, I think that I was trying to decipher whether I was people pleasing and in a sales call and like wanting to say yes, because I want the other person on the other end to be happy um, whether or not I was ready to do the work, uh, whether or not I wanted to do the work, whether or not I felt this was beneficial. So there were so many different, like, am I, not that you would ever do this, but am I being, you know, trapped in this people-pleasing sales call that I'm just like, yeah, sure. Or is this intuition, you know, in me and this is what I need. And so, um, one of my kind of patterns in life is that I really relied a little bit too heavily on my family members and my husband for emotional support. And so, and I own my own business. So I have a team and I feel like I needed a very specific designated space that was supportive just for me. And that's what I had been missing. And what really appealed to me actually about your coaching program was that there's Voxer support. So that's something that was really missing 
in therapy for me is that like in between moments or the in the moment situation. And so that's a level of support that even if I don't utilize it on a day, like I know is there and I know there's a container for it for me. Mm -hmm. So beautiful. Thank you for sharing. And I love when my clients share like what went through their mind, what, what fears and stuff came up and um, you know, because those are similar fears to what other people have when it comes up to coaching. And I can definitely relate when I've made any investment, it's been scary and a lot of similar thoughts can come up. So I just love your authenticity and your honesty in that. And um, I'm excited to share because you decided to lean in and listen to your intuition instead of your fear on this one. I'm excited to kind of highlight some of the breakthroughs that you've had in just three months. So it's been incredible to support you. And one of the biggest things that we started working on first was releasing the judgment and the shame around the identity of having bipolar, of having emotions, like labeling the emotions as bad or wrong, um, and really starting to release the shame around that. And um, curious to know from you, because I know you were having quite a bit of anxiety, repetitive pattern anxiety at the beginning. And how has that shifted for you since you've released some of that like judgment and pressure you're putting on yourself? Yeah. So before we started working together and probably in the beginning, what would happen was between like nine and noon for one to three hours, I would feel such heavy anxiety and depression that I would almost get to that point of, I can't do it anymore. Like I can't handle life. This doesn't work. Um, send me to the hospital. I kind of get a little dramatic. Um, and it was this really deep fear of what was actually happening to me. I don't even think it was what was happening. It was the fear of what was happening that was bogging me down. And so I would just lose it. But working with you, I told myself, I'm not going to call somebody. I'm not going to rely on somebody else. I'm going to listen and see what it's trying to teach me. And so now I've come to a point where the anxiety, I still have the daily anxiety, but it's not at a level 10. It's not at, I can't handle this anymore. But I, I believe that is because I have learned how to hold space for myself. So I feel safe. Like I don't wake up, like when it comes, I'm like, yeah, that's that, right? Like that's that thing. And hey, what's up? And I just, sometimes I even step one step further. I'm like, oh, you want to dance? Let's feel it. Like, give me the vibrations of anxiety in my body, you know? And so it's this understanding that I'm not physically in danger, which is a big limiting belief for me. And knowing that I can move through this, that I will move through this, that beauty is on the other end of the relief. And so I almost have come to a point, and I've done it so many times, I've done it pretty much every day, where before I would sit there ruminating, catastrophizing. Um, do I call, you know, because I've had a lot of suicidal ideation in my life, like, do I call 911 or is this an emergency? And now I'm able to stop and regroup and talk to myself and hold space for myself from a super loving point and not make any of my anxiety or depression wrong, but just make it a human experience that I'm experiencing in the moment and having faith that I'm supposed to experience that right now and that I'm going to learn and become stronger. So it's, the, like, it's, it's so hard to explain because it's wild to me that I could dismantle such, there's my dog, dismantle, Lola, dismantle such a deep rooted fear that ruined my life mm -hmm. so quickly with you, which is like crazy. Yeah. So, um, 
one of the things that I really want to highlight, especially is that you mentioned like not having to reach out to other people. And for anyone who's listening to this, I really want you to understand that if you are having mental health issues and you like don't, you know, don't feel like you can navigate it, um, 100% always reach out for support. And I know that um, Scout knows, like you know that the support is there, yet you're not reaching for it as like your first thing. You're learning how to hold yourself in this way so that you can be more self-reliant and feel safe within yourself. And it's something that we've been practicing and working on together in a very safe space with support. So um, just know that you can get there. And also like if you are in any type of space where you feel like you need support, like there's never like a never harm in asking for support, especially when it comes to mental health. And that's something that you had asked me in our first call before we started working together was like, I think we had talked about like, can I hold you in that in like with bipolar, you know, like I'm not a therapist. I'm not someone who specifically deals with medication or therapy yet. What my response was to you was that I'm not holding you only. You're also going to learn how to hold yourself. And I trusted in you and I trusted in, in my ability to hold you that like, we would be able to do that together in a really safe and healthy way. And I also said, if you you know felt like you needed to do therapy as well, like I'm always supportive of whatever my clients need. So um, really incredible, like you said, how quickly that shifted for you, especially this is like, I think anyone who's had depression or anxiety can relate, like there's the depression and anxiety, but when you've had it before and it's created a panic attack or you've gone into this hole where you can't function, there's there's trauma after that. There's a belief that that's going to happen again. And that is almost what creates more of the fear of, oh my God, what if I have anxiety tomorrow? What if I have anxiety and I can't go to work and I can't do all these things? And that's the thought loop that's not actually serving you. And so we were working on breaking that pattern, which is something that you've done really beautifully and it is possible to change. So I'm super proud of you for that. Is there anything yeah. else you wanted to add? I should definitely say if you're having mental health problems, reach out. I've just been on the road <laughs> for a while and like it's time for me to not reach out so much. So I'm like at that point where it's time for, for me to take ownership of my healing, I think. And so, but yes, if, if you're experiencing depression or anxiety and haven't told anyone, definitely telling somebody is, is the first step for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, beautiful. Thanks for clarifying that. And some of the things that have been supportive for you in like navigating and listening to your intuition has been really like releasing attachment and setting healthy boundaries, which are things that we really work on. So I'd love for you to share a little bit more about either one of those, whichever one you feel inspired to talk about boundaries or attachment or both. <laughs> yeah. So I was essentially outsourcing my root chakra foundation security to other people um, in my life, um, my family and um, yeah, like my, my core family. And I realized that the problem with that is that it created a distrust that I could stand on my own because I felt like I needed these people to approve of the things I did and to guide me and to make decisions for me. Um, and so by outsourcing that foundation, I was insecure about my survival capabilities, just on a super, super kind of basic way. So what I started doing was creating boundaries with them. I, I, 
I doubt they've even noticed, maybe they have, but creating boundaries more about like my responses or making decisions, you know, without asking for an opinion, you know, like really thinking about what, you know, is good for me first, sorry, my dog, what's good for me first. Um, and instead of kind of running to somebody else to feel safe in a decision or to feel safe in the next move or to feel safe in my day. So that's been huge, being able to kind of understand, but that, and then it also illuminated my limiting belief that I can't do life and I'm unsafe. So I was outsourcing that safety to other people and now I'm learning how to build that within myself. Um, what was the other thing? Um, releasing attachment. Oh yeah, God, I was so bad at this. Like they call it impulsivity, but I think I was just like, when I got attached to something, I had to go crazy and like I had to have it this is my life every day, my dog. Um, so for example, when I was apartment, this is like a really great example. I was apartment hunting slash house hunting and I found an apartment and I didn't know, you know, I was like totally fine if I got it or not. Like I, I completely gave my faith to the universe and understood that whatever happened to me was supposed to happen. So understanding that my life is guided and that I don't need to control or force things and that if something doesn't happen, it's for a reason. So I ask a lot of signs from the universe to guide me in the right direction um, versus asking people's opinions that come with baggage and you know their past and whatever. So I've been practicing non-attachment very well, which has actually made me feel very grounded because um, I told Amy that when I don't know if something's going to happen, I freak out because I need to know if I need to be excited or disappointed right now. Um, and so I have been able in a very you know, process that hasn't come to completion, I've been able to apartment hunt, house hunt without feeling so attached and then disappointed and then get manic and can't sleep because I'm so excited. And then this and that, you know, I, I've really given up and surrendered outcomes to, to God in the universe. And that's helped me maintain a level of groundedness throughout the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of the most beautiful things that I've been experiencing on your journey is your connection to God or your own spirituality, which is something that you were exploring. And we're definitely having your own spiritual awakening before we started working together. And in our work together, it's gotten even deeper and there's just been more guidance around it. Um, and I just love how you really tap into that to prayer and um, support from the universe as well. So you've mentioned a couple of times to me that you feel like you've been like cracked open by this work. How would you describe that? What does that mean to you? Oh my God. It's this crazy feeling. It's, it's really insane. It, it, I've always heard people say like, I'm shedding layers of myself and I'm being cracked open. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And I finally experienced it in such a profound way. It's almost as if it is almost, I, I picture it like my solar plexus is being cracked open right underneath my heart chakra. And then it like rises into my heart chakra but it's almost as if I'm wearing different colored glasses, you know, mm -hmm. like the, I'm seeing the same things, but the hue's different. The, the shade is different. The light's hitting things a little bit differently. All of a sudden I'm not so restrained to what should be. And I'm more connected to what could be in a mm -hmm. weird way. Um, and I'm able to view life, through source, through energy, through spirit, and through myself, not necessarily um, 
conditioned patterns that are negative and toxic um, and institutional situations that were made to you know, keep people not creative or not their full expression. And so being cracked open was really an invitation, like a complete and whole invitation to be my full self and understand that once you get an invitation like that, like, can you cuss on here? No. Okay. Once you get an invitation like that, you're fucked because you can't go back. Like you cannot go back. You're done. You know, here we go. You have no choice. So um, it was like receiving an invitation to be my full self. But if I didn't step into being my full self, knowing that I also couldn't go back to my old self. So I was either going to sit in purgatory or move forward. Mm, so powerful. Um, one of my favorite spiritual authors, Rebecca Campbell, she has this prayer in one of her books and it says, I pray that you hit rock bottom so that you can crack wide open and let the light in. And when I see my clients in that place of like this deep pain or deep like transformation and it's painful, we talk about it, you know, even if you use the example of like a butterfly and metamorphosis and like the caterpillar phase where it's like becoming this new identity and like, it's not easy in there, I would imagine. Right. And like, there's pain, painful parts. And instead of seeing that as like, oh, this person's like, they're really deep in it or there's something wrong. I actually love holding space for that because to me, that means that there's a huge breakthrough on the other side available and really believing it for you while you're in there and holding that space for you and that vision for you that you can get through that is such an honor, such a gift. Like it's one of my favorite things to do. So yeah, being cracked open is definitely part of the evolution of becoming your fullest self. It's like being cracked open and then like all of the stuff that no longer is you or this, the old version of you that wore masks or um, people pleased or whatever it is, like all of that starts to fall away. And this new version of you can emerge through that crack or through that that opening that has happened. So I just love when you, when you use that word and that term, because I I know exactly what you're talking about. And I think that like you, there's many people who have heard that, but maybe they're like, what does that actually mean? And how does that actually work? And yeah, you get clarity too. Oh my God. Like I've never done mushrooms, but I imagine that that's what it's like. I'm like, I don't even need to do mushrooms because I just (laughs) got so much universal clarity in like a second that it blows my mind. Yeah. Oh, so powerful. Um, what are a couple of rituals and practices that help you to feel um, empowered or to feel safe within yourself? What are some of the things that you do that you know are supportive for you? Yeah, so I've been really getting in, and this is an expensive practice, so you don't have to take it for my full expansiveness. Um, but I feel like I have neglected my physical body for a while. Um, and so I've been walking and like getting more, I'm like literally getting humped by my dog this entire time. I'm just letting everybody know that she's been sleeping all day and this is what she decides to do to me. Um, so another way, but working out is great and I love walking and doing some like light yoga, but it's just never been the way I connect with my body so much. And so the way I connect with my body is actually through beauty, like through skincare, um, body oils, um, Palo Santo and um, candles and like I have this uh, rose water face mist I put on throughout the day and I have my coconut you know rich um, lip gloss I put on throughout the day and I have my body oil that I put on when I get out of the shower and it's just kind of 
pampering my body a little bit and moisturizing it and letting it drink up all these beautiful smelling perfumes and bottles and moisture. So I do that every day. I have a nice little routine throughout the day that helps me spend a little time with myself and also like gives me a little bit of luxury. Um, so I do that. I meditate every single night uh, before I go to bed. And I also like to read every single night before I go to bed. And I like reading a fiction book that is not about spirituality so that I could just connect to being a human versus a spiritual being. Um, and yeah, my life is very ritualistic. It's very, um, I have a morning routine, I have a night routine, I have an afternoon routine. Um, and it is very product based. It doesn't necessarily have to be for everybody, but um, for me, finding like the products that make my body feel good and then creating ambiance with the candle. You know, I, I do a candle at night, I do Palo Santo in the morning. Um, so stuff like that just helps me turn inwards, keeps me grounded and, and makes me appreciate myself. Mm, yeah. Sounds super nourishing. And that's what I oh, really and journaling. Like. Journal. Yeah. Journaling is your oh my number God. one. <laughs> that's my number one. I won't go anywhere without my journal. Yeah. That's my number one. Yeah, for sure. Um, I love how individual practices can be. And I actually encourage, that's one of the things that I love creating with my clients is customizing things for them for what works for you, because we're all different. And the same type of meditation doesn't work for everybody. The same practices don't work for everyone. And um, while a lot of them do work, you have to figure out what works for you. Uh, so I love that you have been exploring these different um, areas. And I know that you do love fashion and you do love um, beauty products. And those are some things that really make you happy and that you enjoy. So I love that you're including that in your self-care rituals and things that tell yourself that you matter. Like it's like, hey, like I matter. I'm taking care of myself throughout the day. Um, it's important. Yeah. 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 Okay. I have two more rapid fire questions for you. Um, what about the work that we're doing together is the most powerful or transformative? What has been really like different for you or the most helpful? Yeah, it's been something I'm a very expressive person and I know how to put things into words quite quickly and quite easily, but the work I've done with you I'm still searching for those words, for the perfect words. So I will attempt, and I'm sorry if I fall short. Um, it's, it's the most illuminating work I've done. Um, I've done a lot of work on myself and consider myself a self-aware and in-tune person. And you've shine, shown, shine, whatever, a flashlight on things that I didn't even know we're there. And I, it's so cheesy and doesn't accurately describe the weight of this, but I have been trying to save my life for 14 years. And in the last two months, I actually feel like I am. Mm. Yeah, thanks for sharing. And yeah. this work is that powerful. Yeah. So I've shared before, like, I just feel so honored to be able to use the work that saved my mental health through my own depression and through my divorce and through all the transformation that I had. And now that I get to share that with others and like see someone in front of me who is, you know, really taking your power back and you're in your, with your mental health and really coming from the space of wholeness and safety, like, I mean, I wouldn't want to do anything else. So <laughs> 
Thank you. It's such a gift. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Scout. I'm going to take a look at the Facebook to see um, if we have any comments or um, questions, just so that, oops. This is so cool. I didn't know you could do Zoom and link it up with Facebook. Mm-hmm. How awesome is this? Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm really grateful for it because there's sometimes glitches when you do just through Facebook Live. Um, so Lucy says, I don't go anywhere without my journal. Ha <laughs> ha. Really nice hearing your individual practice. So yes, Lucy, um, thanks for joining yeah. us. I don't leave my house without my journal. Yeah, <laughs> the Bible. Um, I love it. Um, let's see, is there anything else that you wanted to share today, Scout? Anything that you want to share with the women who are listening? Um, yeah. Yeah, I would say, um, you know, my friend called me the other day and she wanted to sign up for this service and it was in a specific, you know, vertical of life. And she was worried about the money that it cost. And I told her that you really, you know, it's interesting how you would probably buy a Chanel bag, but you won't invest in this service. Um, you know, some people would buy a Chanel bag over a, a personal development service. And I think that we should all illuminate really why we feel fear to invest in ourselves. Um, what we're afraid that means about us, especially as women who are made to feel selfless and martyrs at all times. So I would just really encourage who's ever listening, who's wondering if they deserve to invest in themselves, that they really, really do. And they really, really should, whether it's a coaching program, whether it's a membership program, whether, you know, it's just like maybe a little bit out of your budget, but it really will make a difference in your life. I think that once you start just taking that act and um, signing up for something, your actions start and your energy starts being aligned with the results that you signed up for. So. Mm, so good. Yes. The worthiness of your worthy of investing in yourself. And mm -hmm. um, I mean, the reason why coaching is an investment is because it's transformative. It's, it's, it's a life change and yeah. for, for many people. And um, I remember you were like, but I just lost a client and I brought on a couple employees and I'm still going to trust and I'm going to do it. And then what happened a couple hours after we signed? What did you say? You had, I think you had like a new I got, client. I got one new client. And then two days later, my biggest client signed on for the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and you were like, of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's what happens when you lean in. Yeah, yeah. So beautiful. So thanks for sharing about your journey. And thank you everyone who's listening. If you guys want to connect with Scout, um, I'm sure she's open to connecting with you. She's always been super generous about her story and she also has her own podcast. So <laughs> we're going to plug, uh, your podcast, podcast by Scout and you guys know, just Scout, just, Scout. just type in Scout Okay, cool. on the podcast app. Yeah. So you guys can check out Scout and then, um, you also can check out her on OKSIS okay on her podcast with her sister and yeah, I've known that there's been many women who have reached out to you from being inspired by your journey and that you've always just been like really generous in being supportive and sharing resources with them. So thank you for being a stand for mental health and thank you for joining me today. And for whoever's listening, if you guys are looking for support and wanting to explore, um, I would love to connect with you and see if it's a good fit. And if I have someone else who I think is a better fit, I will 100% share that and just really grateful for you being here today. So thank you for listening, everyone. Thanks, Scott, for joining us. Thank you. Thanks.